ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers. Welcome back. I'm back. Uh, sorry about last week. Couldn't make it in to talk to you guys, but I'm back this week for some week 11 love. Welcome to Fantasy Fever with me, Marcus Hemingway. You can find me on Twitter at hey underscore underscore mh. Uh, you know, we're here for also the DMV SN, DMV Sports Network.com. You can find them on Twitter at DMV underscore SN. I'm definitely going to apologize to you guys before I get started here. A um, little, little under the weather. Uh, lots of travel all last week. Probably got on an airplane about 10 times last week. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, so if my voice sucks a little bit, that's because I have a little bit of a sinus infection going on. So we're going to make it go anyway. We're actually recording this on a Tuesday this week. Um, had a little extra time today, so wanted to go ahead and record. And it's right before the waiver wires drop um, tomorrow morning. Um, so you better get that information early this week, as well as my sizzling six players of the week that I like to have a hot week. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. And also uh, a little bit, little recap on Week Ten of the NFL fantasy football season. And for some of you, this may be your last week for um, trades. And we'll talk a little bit about that as well. But before we go to the Week Ten recap, just want to remind you to please check out um, Fantasy Fever wherever you are listening to your podcast. Also. Give my other um, mates an opportunity, a, a good listen. Um, one of my favorites, it's about time, D and, uh, DC, uh, Nate and Josh. Those guys I actually just dropped this morning, so give those guys a listen. They're, they're all over the Redskins talk. Um, the Redskins are close to, to a playoff team right now, and um, they're all over that. So give uh, Nate and Josh a listen when you get an opportunity. But like I say, anywhere you find your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Anchor, uh, we're also now on SoundCloud, so also check us out on SoundCloud as well. So let's get right to it. I don't know if you guys remember a couple weeks ago, I was telling you, uh, if, you got a lo- if you got a losing record, don't be down on yourself and you know, it's, it's the season is still young. You still have time. Blah 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 blah. Well, it's, it's it's that time. It's that time. Some of you sitting at five and five, uh, four and um, four and six. You sitting right there on the brink, right there on the outside looking in, or right there at the sixth spot. Between the sixth and seventh spot, but you're in, but you're right there. Like I told you, you just got to keep grinding. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Playoffs isn't here yet. Keep winning. Keep winning. And this is the time of the season where you can't have a loss. You can't have a loss. You can't have a bad loss. You still want to rack up points because some leagues, if you have enough points, you get a playoff berth. So, like I say, at this point of the season, keep winning. Keep winning. Keep those starting lineups get um, coming in. Keep those uh, keep go- hitting that waiver wire hard. And since it's the last week of the trade deadline, go ahead and push out some trades. Go ahead and offer somebody who has ha- who has a losing record. See if you can offer them something that you can uh, pick that number one receiver up off of their pockets. So you know, season's not over, guys. Um, Season's not over. Uh, a couple of my leagues, I'm sitting on the sitting on the brink, sitting on the brink. Uh, one league, I just got into playoff contention. I think I'm in the sixth spot right now, kind of tied for that sixth spot. So I got to keep winning. No time to lose. Got to keep making my team evolve each week, and got to got to got to make it happen. So how do you do that? How do you do that? Uh, another thing. One more thing. In the uh, Diamond Thunder League, I'm, I'm coming, man. I told these guys. I, I told them. They didn't believe me. 
They kept offering me trades. They kept saying, hey, man, let me get David Johnson off of you. But I'm coming, man. I'm coming. I, I think I've won the last three. The last three. I'm not going to brag. I don't do bragging. But I, I'm going to tell you straight up, I'm coming. Uh, my team's looking good. We got a little bit of a tough matchup this week. But but you know what? It's not about tough matchups right now. This is about the Jimmys and the Joes. And let's just get some get a W. And my running back stable that I built over the last couple weeks through trades and everything. Uh, everybody wanted to know, oh, my God, he drafted Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. You know what? I got rid of Aaron Rodgers for David Johnson, who's 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 actually had a last a, a great last two weeks. He looked like David Johnson of old. So, you know what? I'm I'm coming, and I'm gonna make the playoffs. It's not a guarantee. I don't do guarantees. I don't do brags. I don't talk about myself. But I'm gonna make the playoffs, and I'm gonna try to make some noise. But that's I, I wanted to get into that before I got into the week uh, week ten recap here. So week 10, week 10 was a little bit of a weird week. If you watch some of the football out there, the Patriots went out there and got their ass whooped. Uh, Tennessee Titans looked great for one day. But um, how, many of you, how many of you out there actually used to or still watch wrestling or wrestling? That's what we used to call it in the South, wrestling. Uh, well, if you, if you ever watch wrestling, they, had, they have guys like um, – Towards the end of their career, they have guys like John Cena or uh, maybe even Stone Cold Steve Austin, and they do what's called put over put over matches, where they they fight a up and coming guy, and they um and they kind of they kind of make it a really good fight, but they let that up and comer guy win, and after that win, that guy kind of kind of starts getting a lot of respect, and people are saying. Oh, uh, this guy, this guy is somebody to be reckoned with. Blah 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 blah. He's he's really good. He's really good. He's he's gonna get that title shot after beating John Cena. Well, I think that's that's sort of what the New England Patriots does with the um, with their with what Bill Belichick does with his old coaches because both of the uh, matches against his old um, players and coaches this year, uh, the Detroit Lions and the Tennessee Titans. The Patriots have completely laid an egg. So I think that Bill is just trying to put these guys over. I honestly believe the Tennessee Titans are going to come out this week and get their ass whooped by um, Indianapolis Colts. But that actually may be a, a great game, though. Um, you get a win like that this late in the season, and they can change your season all the way around. So I'm not going to sell the uh, Tennessee Titans quite yet. Also, Buffalo, man. Buffalo looked pretty damn good with Matt Barkley at quarterback. Um, uh, he's he actually ruled him to not start this week. Uh, Josh Allen is back. He's a starter. Uh, some late news from last week. They actually released Peterman, Nathan Peterman. Uh, sad, sad, sad career for that gentleman. I hope that he gets another look in the NFL. And he gets the opportunity to work with somebody who can develop him as as a quarterback or <clears throat> maybe even a quarterback coach, because I think his his um, strapping it on season or career is over. He may be a clipboard type of guy. But Matt Barkley looked really good. Lashawn McCoy looked like Lashawn McCoy of old. Yeah, twenty six carries for one hundred and thirteen yards and two touchdowns. That's, that's what his owners this year thought they were going to get all season, but it was it's Buffalo, guys. It's Buffalo. Buffalo's going to come out this week and get smacked around. So don't don't get too excited. Don't get too excited. Uh, the running backs are starting to look really good. Uh, Zeke Elliott had a really good day. David Johnson had a really good day. Um, and Nick Chubb actually had an excellent day. Sorry, excuse me. Um, I I don't know what Chicago is actually doing with their running backs. They seem to like Cohen a lot. I don't know if that's gonna work for them in the playoffs. Um, but it's 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 working for them up until now. So I think they should stick with what they know, and it it'll, it'll do well for them. But um, 
the running backs for the NFL are starting to show up, and that's that's essentially how every season goes. The running backs kind of start taking over around November-ish because it's colder outside. Quarterbacks' arms can get stiffer, and it's just hard to get deep throws and all kinds of throws down the field. Speaking of running backs, uh, news just came in. Le'Veon Bell will not be reporting to the Pittsburgh Steelers today, and that will wrap up his 2018 season. So anybody, anybody who has Le'Veon Bell on their roster, let him go. It's okay. Let him go to the waiver wire. Release him. Release him to limbo. And let him fall all the way down at the bottom of the running backs list and say, hey, let's make room for a running back like Josh Adams for the Philadelphia Eagles. Or let's make room for somebody besides Le'Veon Bell, who's taken up a roster spot for me all year long. And he was very not dependable. So... Um, that's exactly why I didn't draft him. He just wasn't dependable um, for me. And funny story, I actually met the guy a long time ago, 2012 spring break in Panama City, Florida. <coughs> we were down, uh, if anybody's familiar with Panama City, uh, Florida spring breaks, you go down, you walk the beach with the the old spring break. I think they've changed it over the last couple of years. But you walk the beach, you have a cooler on your shoulder with a 18-pack of Natty Ice. Horrible choice when you're when you're in college. But, you know, it's super delicious, super, super cheap when you're living on a budget. But um, we met some girls that, uh, that was with Le'Veon, and I didn't know who the guy was. I'm like... Like on thing, we were just kind of dancing with them or whatnot, and um, they kept saying, "Hey, can we get some beer? Um, we want to take one to our friend Le'Veon." I'm like, who is Le'Veon? Oh, you know, Le'Veon Bell. He's the running back from Michigan State. I'm like, no, we don't know. Him. We, I mean, I can give him a beer. We can meet him though. So we walked over. We met Le'Veon Bell. He wasn't a star quite yet, but uh, he was a pretty cool guy. He's uh, he's exactly how he is in real life. He's super cool guy. Um, Works hard. He's he was kind of kind of thicker then than he is now. He's more leaner now, but um, he's a super cool guy. I enjoyed meeting him before he became Le'Veon Bell. <clears throat> but uh, then I I remember watching him on TV that first game of the season for Michigan State that year. I think it was like something sick, like forty six carries for. For 232 yards or something like that, he 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 killed that game. Though they Michigan State rode him, rode him all the way down that that first game of the season, and that kid could have played two more quarters. So, super cool guy. I hope he finds uh, finds his landing spot. I I honestly think he'll end up out there in Oakland with that rebuild. Um, Super cool area. Uh, Marijuana is legal in California. And then they're moving to Vegas. Uh, Marijuana is actually legal in Vegas as well. Um, I think that's somewhere where he would want to be in a bigger city. It's going to be dumping money into his account. So um, I can see him in Oakland or even with the Colts um, next year. But it really depends on what Le'Veon wants. If he wants to, to win, he'll pick a title contender. If he wants to, to get some money, and he'll pick a, a team that's rebuilding right now. So, super good guy. Hope he finds his place um, in the league. Another thing to talk about is um, the Los Angeles Rams. They're, they continue to look really good. However, they lost Cooper Cup this week to a uh, torn ACL. Uh, nobody's really talking about that injury, but I personally think that's one of the bigger injuries out there. Cooper Cup is kind of like the Julian Edelman for those guys. He's the guy that makes everything go. Um, and Jared, when Jared Goff gets into trouble, he, he tries to find Cooper Cup, who's always open. 
So it's a, it's a bigger loss, and um, I'll talk a little bit more about that when I start talking about waiver wire pickups. It's a bigger loss than um, people were talking about. So if you had Cooper Cup on your roster, um, feel free to drop him because he'll no longer be playing this season. He was uh, a big hit in my roster. He's one of my top receivers I picked up this year uh, as well as last year. I've liked him since he came in the league last, last year. So for most leagues, this week is the last week before you can make trades. So the trade deadline is coming up. Should be next Tuesday-ish, I would imagine. The trade deadline's coming up for fantasy football. Um, a couple players you may want to look at. I honestly think you more than likely missed a window on David Johnson because he's been trending upward the last two weeks. So if you didn't get in on that ship, you more than likely missed it. Um, actually, just put out a trade for Robert Woods um, with Cooper Cup going down. I'm a little... I'm a little wide receiver needy in one league, so I kind of like Robert Woods to do really well um, over the next couple of weeks, so look for Robert Woods, man. Um, so the trade deadline is going to be the 21st, which is next Wednesday for most leagues. The trade deadline is going to be next Wednesday, so I like... Robert Woods, that's who I like. It could it could come back and bite me because I do fully expect the Rams to uh, start resting players uh, towards the end of the season. So it may be something I, I uh, may retract back and look for a better wide receiver than, than Robert Woods. Um, a defense I like is the Chargers defense for one and, and you don't really have to put out trades for it um, the way the NFL sets up you really don't want to deal with any kind of defenses you, you want to do the week to week thing with the defenses um, the Patriots have a really good schedule down the stretch uh, with Buffalo they got Buffalo Miami yeah so Leading up, they're going to have New York Jets, Minnesota, Miami, Pittsburgh, Buffalo, and the New York Jets again. So I expect um, them to feast on Buffalo, Miami, and the Jets. So those are good matchups to look at. The Redskins have a decent defense. Now what they do with that defense, I, I, I don't know. I look at trying to pick up the Redskins defense. If we're talking about good defenses to pick up. Uh, running backs. Again, I'm looking at David Johnson as as a good pickup. Maybe even you can slip in like Philip Lindsay for a trade or carry on Johnson. Because most people who are already in playoff contention, they're not gonna they're not gonna trade you. They're they're good running backs. It, um, one of them I really like. If people have bailed on Alex Collins, which I actually saw him on one of my waiver wires earlier, if Lamar Jackson comes in and has a good game, Alex Collins will eat. Now, the reason Alex Collins will eat is because of the RPO offense. A lot of people are going to be scared of um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson's legs, so that's going to open up some lanes for Alex Collins. So if Alex Collins is available on either your waiver wire, you may be able to field in a pretty solid trade for Alex Collins and not have to give up much at all. So look for Alex Collins, look for David Johnson, and see what you can get for Aaron Jones. The The Green Bay Packers seem like they're dedicated to running uh, their running game now. Since Aaron Jones had 15 carries for 145 yards last week, they look like they're a little bit more dedicated to their running game. So as far as running backs, that's, that's pretty much it, who I'm going to be trying to trade for. Aaron Jones, David Johnson, Alex Collins, and maybe Carrion Johnson. He has a pretty good schedule down the stretch or not.
not a sexy schedule. They got Carolina, Chicago, which he did really well against Chicago this week. 14 carries for 51 yards. Not bad. Carolina, Chicago, Rams, Arizona, Buffalo, Minnesota, Green Bay. Not a great down-the-stretch schedule, but for the Baltimore Ravens, they have Cincinnati, Oakland, Atlanta, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Chargers, and Cleveland. Actually have a pretty solid schedule for the playoffs. So, again, if Lamar Lamar Jackson can come in and, and be elite, I think Alex Collins will benefit a lot from that. So look for Alex Collins, and you can actually go pretty low on him because he's had a shitty season. And I'm sure somebody would love to get him off the roster for a uh, number two wide receiver or or, num- or a number one tight end. So give it a shot. Give it a shot. Now, wide receivers, again, most people at, at this late in the season, they're not going to trade. Now, the people you want to feast on for trades are people with poor schedules. Um, these are the people who are likely going to trade away a decent player for a player. So um, feast on those people and just say, hey, man, um, what, what do you want for Juju Smith-Schuster? What do you want for Julio Jones? You know, I mean, your season's over. I'm going to be planning the playoffs. So... What, what, what can I do for you for these players? I would love to have Julio Jones on my roster. Um, so wide receivers, I'm thinking Robert Woods, maybe, maybe not. Uh, Tyler Boyd's a really good one. See what the status of A.J. Green is. I don't think they've shut him down for the season, but he's out. If he's out, Tyler Boyd has a decent schedule. Not really. He has Baltimore, Cleveland, Denver, L.A. Chargers, Oakland, and Cleveland again. So, no. Nah. Don't need him. I've liked John Brown all season. And, again, they have a pretty soft. The Ravens have a pretty soft schedule. So, look at him. A good receiver. Right now is Kenny Galladay. Day eh, schedule sucks. <coughs> you know, at this point in the season, it ain't really many people I would say just go out there and sell your roster for. However, I'm going out there and selling my roster for David Johnson. That's why I got in early. With that crappy schedule, I knew people were going to sell. The last two games was a preview of what they were going to do. So I don't think people are selling right now. But if you got in early, my hat's off to you. And, you know, at this point, you just want a dominant defense and a good running back core. And that's... That's the biggest things I would trade for. You may be able to come up on a, a receiver that somebody lets you have. So I'm looking at Juju Smith-Schuster, Tyler Boyd. You know, these are receivers that, that are going to be the guys coming down the stretch here. Tyrell Williams has had a, last, a really good last couple of games. So... And even Jarvis Landry, uh, Baker Mayfield seems to like him a lot, even though he didn't have a good game the last last game. Baker likes him a lot. Try T.Y. Hilton. You know, uh, that's the number one receiver out there in Indianapolis. I'd give him a shot. I'm definitely interested to see what the receivers in Houston does this week with the um, – with Demarius Thomas with a bye week under his under his belt. I'm interested to see what they can do. If they can perform well, put out a trade uh, early next week for one of the receivers in Houston. I think you'll 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 like that a lot. But I mean like I say it's not many people that I'm out, out here just 
stumbling over to make trades for. It's it's a bit late in the season to start making these trades. You want to make those trades earlier in the season when players are down, but their schedule is going to get better. This is the time of the season now where you, you look for players on the waiver wire. You try to find players on the waiver wire that can be impactful. Um, but if, if I was going for the trade deadline right now, I'm looking at a dominant defense like your Bears. Redskins have a dominant defense, but you just don't never know who's going to come out and play, and their offense isn't that great. They do have a decent schedule down the stretch. Uh, Dallas, Philadelphia, New York Giants, Jacksonville, Tennessee. Um, they have a good schedule of offenses to feast off of. So I, I like the Washington Redskins defense, but I'm not trading away anybody for them. If they're on the waiver wire, I'll pick them up, but I'm not going to break the bank on them. Um, so don't break the bank for the uh, trade deadline, but see what will work with your roster before you do it. Let's get to some week uh week week 11 waiver wire pickups. Um this week my top pickup was Lamar Jackson. I'm not really sure what's going on out there with um Joe Flacco's hip, but he's uh he's hurting right now. Uh this morning they were saying that he's more of a game time decision. <clears throat> but uh you know I think at this point with that team, they're kind of on the brink of making the playoffs and they're kind of on the brink of shitting their season away. So I think they should go ahead and make that change. Um, I think it'll change the offense a little bit. It'll give Alex Collins a chance to look like he looked last year. And um, it will give give them an opportunity to see if Lamar Jackson is going to be the guy that they're looking for. <laughs> So sorry about this, the uh, the tea kettle's boiling. But yeah, Lamar Jackson should be uh, one of the quarterbacks if you're like me. Uh, I drafted Tom Brady as my quarterback, and they have a bye this week. So if you have a quarterback that's on a bye, I would recommend you going out and picking up Lamar Jackson. Just remember, if you don't remember what this kid can do, um, just remember him in college. He, he can... He can run like Michael Vick. He can he and he can whip the ball around a little bit. <clears throat> I don't necessarily think he can make all of the NFL throws, but he can whip the ball. He can dink it and he can dunk it. And you know he's he's a threat to to do some things at at the quarterback position. So I I'm thinking that if he does start, you'll get a lot of the RPO, the run pass option. And um, it'll give it'll give teams multiple looks, so I think he he'll be a good pickup for this week. And and they're playing the Cincinnati Bengals, a team who's actually struggling right now uh, to find an identity. So he he's my number one pickup of the week. And just keep an eye on the Joe Flacco situation. Like I say, if you're one of the teams that quarterbacks out, um, that's going to be Buffalo, Cleveland, Miami, New England, New York Jets, and San Francisco 49ers. I honestly don't see too many people starting any quarterback in Buffalo. Um, yeah, so I don't. If you're if you're Cleveland, Miami, New York, or New England or San Francisco, then you sh- if you, and you need a quarterback, Lamar Jackson is out there. I think I picked him up last week as soon as I heard about the um, situation of with Joe Flacco. So I'm um, looking for – I, I hope the kid get to start, to be honest with you. I'm tired of looking at Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco, he goes out there and he can't make the throws. I'm sure um, my guys my guys over at uh, It's About Time DC can, can give you a little bit more about that. But, you know – Joe Flacco looks like he can't make throws. It was a throw in in a game uh, either last week or the week before, and and the wide receiver was probably five yards away from the pylon, and and he he threw the ball in front of the down pylon. I'm like Joe, come on Joe, come on Joe. So it, it, they just need some new flavor at quarterback out there in Baltimore, and I think Lamar Jackson is perfect, and um. 
I think he'll he'll out out uh, duel Robert Griffin the third for the quarterback situation. So I think he'll be starting this week. So um, give Lamar Jackson a spin if you need a quarterback this week. Next on my waiver wire pickups is <coughs> Brendan Marshall. He uh, if you're wide receiver needy. He just got signed by the Saints yesterday who uh, who lost Des Bryant last Friday to an Achilles injury. It was um, it was unfortunate for Des Bryant after he's waited all year to get signed by somebody, and then he got signed by a Super Bowl contender and tore his Achilles. Now, it would be pretty cool if, he, if the New Orleans Saints wins the Super Bowl, who's actually my Super Bowl pick this year. It would be cool because I think he'll get a ring if he's on that roster. I think he'll be on the roster. I'm not sure how that works, but it'd be cool for him. Um, but Brandon Marshall uh, didn't have a great stint with the Seattle Seattle Seahawks, but he was um, he he got some conditioning there, and he was able to get a little bit of burn while he was there. He, I think he averaged around three receptions a week. It wasn't for a lot of yards. Remember, Brandon Marshall's a possession receiver, 100% possession receiver. He'll give you that curl route. And five-yard curl route, 10-yard curl route, and he'll catch the ball. He'll box a lot of defenders out to where they can't cover him. But um, that's, that's what you need if you're driving the ball down in two minutes and you need a score and you need to get downfield. Brandon Marshall has dependable hands. So if you need a wide receiver, um, another point to make, um, put him in New Orleans with a quarterback technician like Russell Wilson. I can see Brandon Marshall doing some pretty good things. Uh, they, he has a nice little route tree under his belt, so they put him out there and 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 let him do a couple the couple things that he does well, and see what he can do. The next three players who's on my waiver wire pickups for the week is gonna are gonna be all Rams players. Uh, with like I say, with the loss of Cooper Cup this week. It's a big loss. Um, however, other players are going to have to step up. And one of those players is Josh Reynolds. Um, he's, had to do, he's had to step up for Cooper Cup once this season. And he came out and had three receptions, 42 yards, and two touchdowns. Had a really good week that week. Um, however, uh, Coop's more of a uh, uh, get-down-field receiver. And... And what's going to happen is the Rams are going to move Robert Woods to Cooper Cup's position, and Josh Reynolds is going to be more your outside guy. He's a pretty big guy. <clears throat> I want to say he's like 6'3", and he can, he has some pretty good speed. So he's, he's going to be more of the outside guy versus um, playing Cooper Cup's position. So he's going to draw some tough matchups from cornerbacks. <clears throat> so uh, – Robert Woods is going to get more of the uptick in his stock, and he's already having a great year. So he's going to get more of an uptick, but Josh Reynolds will be playing Robert Williams' position. So you'll see him on a lot of fly routes, a lot of deep posts, and a lot of um, <clears throat> deep outs for uh, Josh Reynolds. Uh, the next two players are going to be Higby and Everett, the tight ends for the Los Angeles Rams. You haven't actually seen them a lot this year for the Rams because they haven't featured them. They, they're so Cooper Cup, uh, Brandon Cooks, Robert Woods, and Todd Gurley heavy that, I mean, they kind of fall fall below wayside in that wide receiver and running back group because of how many skill guy, skilled guys that they have. So you haven't seen a lot of the running backs or the tight ends for the um, Los Angeles Rams, but you're going to start seeing them a little bit more. I want to say, uh, well, actually, they actually had six receptions between the two of them last week um, against the Seattle Seahawks. And don't quote me on that. I may be wrong, but uh, they didn't. They, they, like I said, they haven't been featured a lot in that offense, and they're going to start being featured more to kind of fill in for those six receptions that Coop was getting every game. So they had Higby had three receptions off of three targets, and Everett had two receptions off of two targets, and both both had a touchdown. So these guys, uh, neither is guaranteed. They're both going to be red zone technicians. So 
if you need somebody, uh, a tight end to kind of fill in this week, Higby or Everett may be a good one. Also, that kid out of uh, Denver, he had a bye week last week. Um, I actually picked him up in one of my leagues, uh, Josh Hiraman, something like that. But I think he, he's going to be a good pickup for tight end as the season gets later on. He's going to take a lot of those receptions that they're going to miss from Demarius Thomas being gone. I think I actually talked about that in my last um, podcast with the uh, trade deadline situation. But um, I go for him. I know he's on the on your waiver wires right now because a lot of people don't even know who he is. His name is Josh Hewerman, and he's actually been stepping up the last couple of games. He gets a lot of targets. Um, so far in November, he has 10 targets. So look for uh, Josh on the waiver wire as well. He wasn't on my waiver wire, week 11 waiver wire write-up, but he's. Um, I'm talking about him now for you to look forward to. So uh, those are my week 11 waiver wire pickups. I hope these players can help you out. And just remember, uh, if you're out there going to pick up, thinking about picking up Lamar Jackson, this guy could be a league winner for you. If he can come out and play halfway as good as he did in college, he could be a league winner for you. Kind of like Michael Vick was that one year he had with Philly where he came out and had a Amazing first half on Monday Night Football. This Lamar Jackson can be a league winner. He has all the pieces around him. Good running game. Three good running backs. Good receivers. And decent tight ends. He can come out and play his game. Give you 200 yards passing and 80 yards rushing each game. He can be a league winner for you. So think about that. If he gets a start this week and he does great or he does well, think about that if you uh, need a, need a player this week on your waiver wire. Think about what Lamar Jackson can do for you. Before we move forward to this week's Sizzling Six, I want to remind you to check out the DMV Sports Network Library of Podcasts we have a lot of podcasts, guys. One every single day of the week. Um, NBA Quick Report on Sundays. The Hallcast on Mondays. It's About Time DC on Tuesdays. Ed on Wiz every Wednesday. The Wizards look great this year, don't they? Sarcasm. Um, of course, you know my show every Thursday. One of my favorite shows, the Dom and Thunder Show, like I said before. Kind of warm up before these guys come on on Friday to take us through the weekend. And we got the DC Power Play. It's a Washington Capitals podcast on Saturdays. Wherever you may listen to your podcast at, we are available on all platforms, even SoundCloud. Also, subscribe to the podcast. Don't hesitate to review either. Let us know how you feel. Let us know how you, what you want to hear about. And let us know what you don't want to hear about. And let us know that you hate us talking so bad about the Wizards. Well, I don't know if Ed, Ed does that, but I know I do. I'm, the, the Wizards suck. But they're going to get better. Just it's, it's early in the NBA season. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's kind of like that meme where the guy's sitting around the fire and he's trying to convince himself that it's okay. It's okay. But no, in all honesty, check out some of the DMV Sports Network's podcasts. We're here to fill you with all kinds of information each and every single day. And I hope you continue to listen to our podcasts each and every week throughout the year. Whoop, 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 whoop. Now it's time to get to this sizzling six for the week. I like my players this week. I like them a lot. If you're a Raiders fan, stop listening now because I'm going to be picking on you a lot this week. Uh, Let's get right into it. Number one quarterback, Josh Rosen, um, coming off a decent week, decent showing against the Kansas City Chiefs. Could have played better, but couldn't have played any worse. But this week he gets a treat. 
he gets to play the Oakland Raiders. And I think with uh, his developing chemistry with Larry Fitzgerald, the veterans Larry Fitzgerald and David Johnson, and kind of getting Christian Kirk in there, I think he'll get that ball around a lot. And he will light up the Oakland Raiders defense, who kind of played out of their mind last week off of bye week against the Chargers. I don't think they play well on the road this week against the Arizona Cardinals. I do think they will lay a brick on the field and get lit up by Josh Rosen. At running back, we got Ezekiel Elliott, who lit up the Philadelphia Eagles last week on the road. I think he will continue on with the Atlanta defense that I can go out there and play for right now because they are depleted. Um, Ezekiel Elliott did it all last week against the Eagles. He caught passes. He ran the ball. He jumped over people. He will do the same thing against the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta in that beautiful new dome. I haven't actually had the chance to check it out, but my mom says it's a beautiful place that the Falcons can't play in. So go Ezekiel Elliott. And one of my favorite picks this week, one of my favorite sizzling picks of the month, Antonio Brown against the Jacksonville Jaguars. If anybody is familiar with Antonio Brown versus the Jacksonville Jaguars, he has lit them up the last three times they've played. So let's go back to last year in the playoffs. Seven receptions for 132 yards and two touchdowns. Last year during the season, 10 receptions, 157 yards. No touchdowns that game, but hey, when you give 157 yards up to anybody, it's not a good outing. And then the game before that, I think it was like 2014. Antonio Brown wasn't quite Antonio Brown yet. He still lit him up. Five receptions for 83 yards. So Antonio Brown, he will continue to do what Antonio Brown does and light the Jacksonville Jaguars. He may even get to 900 yards on the season against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. He's sitting at 690 right now. So we'll see how he does. But I think he will have a great showing as well as Juju Smith-Schuster. Also, at tight end, we're going to have Greg Olson. The, um, the Carolina Panthers kind of uh, laid an egg on the field last week against the uh, well, we were just talking about them, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They laid an they laid an egg on Thursday night football, but I kind of expect that from a lot of different teams for them not to look good on Thursday night football. It's a tough, it's a short week, and people and most teams just really aren't into it, you know. So they they didn't look well against the Steelers. They get the Lions this week. They're actually going on the road, so that may be a little bit of something. Doubt it. Uh, Greg Olson is going to probably light the Lions up um, so the Carolina Panthers will get back on track against the Lions. I think Greg Olson will have a six-reception, 93-yard, two-touchdown type of day. So shoot for Greg Olson doing well. I told you I was going to pick on the Arizona – not the Arizona Cardinals. I told you I was going to pick on the Oakland Raiders a little bit this week. Um, the Oakland Raiders have not scored a touchdown in about four weeks now. Don't quote me on that. I don't know if that is 100% accurate. But they have not scored a touchdown in the last couple of weeks. They haven't scored a touchdown in like two weeks. So, offensive touchdown. They haven't scored an offensive touchdown in two weeks. So, this is going to continue on the road against the Cardinals. The team will look horrible against the Cardinals. They won't do much on offense because do remember, Arizona Cardinals. That's a, that's a real defense. They're, they're not a, they just they just get tired in, in the games and they have to continue to play and their offense isn't doing much. They get tired, but they're playing the Oakland Raiders this week and I expect the Cardinals to suffocate this Oakland Raiders offense this week. And at kicker, Adam Vinatieri. I expect him. To do really well this week in a close game against the Tennessee Titans. They're at home, so he's kicking inside in the dome. And I expect the Indianapolis Colts to look 
really good, and I expect Adam Vinatieri to win that game. And that is this week's Sizzling Six. I hope you start all six of those players, and I hope you, they're all six on one of your teams. And that's that's pretty much it for me this week. Um, you know, I, I gave you some waiver wire pickups. I, I gave you my sizzling, sizzling six. Like I say, I'm a little under the weather, so I apologize for uh, times that I coughed all over the mic. It's my mic, so you don't have to worry about that, but I'm sure your speaker speakers are like <laughs> making sounds and stuff like that, so uh, I apologize for that. Um, it's it's been a it's been a really good season so far and and I hope a lot of you haven't given up on the season when you were down 3 and 6 or whatever or or you know just had a horrible record 0 and 4 you know I hope you didn't give up on the season and it makes it easier for a lot of people to give up on the season when they have a horrible record you know but you can't it's fantasy football you never know what could happen people could get hurt you never know what could happen, man. Um, just got to keep pushing. Uh, like I say, September is a trial month. October is a rebuilding month. And November is a month that you just get wins. You just keep winning. Uh, I think it was Al Davis who used to say, just win, baby. Just win. So, you know, um, it ain't much more I can say. It's a lot of good games this week you got green bay and seattle on thursday night football both plan for uh hope at the uh, chance at the playoffs so it should be a great game aaron Rodgers really needs a w um, i'm looking forward to having a chance to see lamar jackson i really hope that the baltimore ravens gives them to us so we can see some interesting football up there in baltimore I still got a, a small outside chance to make the playoffs themselves. So I hope Baltimore gives it to us because I'm tired of seeing Joe Flacco come on the field and just just have a, a, a awful a awful performance. You know, you got a lot of weapons around you and you can't can't spread the ball to any of them. Come on, man. Eli Manning actually looked pretty good on Monday Night Football yesterday, so maybe he can continue that against um Fitz Magic this week. We'll see. Um another good matchup. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville should be a decent matchup. Uh Pittsburgh I can see Pittsburgh going out there and, and losing that game actually. Um they don't need to lose. But I can see them going out there and losing that game. And you know, them and the Patriots, they'll be battling for that a second spot in the AFC. They both need home field advantage, so um, I could see them going out there and losing that game against Jacksonville this week. Weird, but true. Washington, we'll see if they're for real or not. They're six and three, but they can't even score, man. Hey, they've always been playing with the league. Anytime they played the league this season, the lead this season, they've won the game. So I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna put all my duckies in one bucket with Washington. I, I don't think they're a great team. Um, but Indianapolis and Tennessee, that should be a great game, both battling for that spot in that division. Um, that'll be a real good game, actually. That's a team, that's a game that you want to look at, and it's actually going to have some real um, playoff situations in that game so that's going to be a playoff caliber game you'll enjoy that a lot and other than that oh yeah the kansas city and la rams game Woo! Woo! i know it was a little talks this morning about the field being in horrible condition but i know um i know they'll get that that field in mexico I know they'll get it down and ready to play. I think last year was the same thing when the Patriots and the Raiders went there. I know they, they got it down and got everything squared away and ready to play. So looking forward to that game on Monday Night Football. Hopefully I don't have to work late. Doesn't matter. Still catch it. Both teams 9-1. and one. Rams, Chiefs. Which way do you go? I'm going to lean more Rams than KC. But I think it'll be a shootout, old-fashioned shootout, score of 51 to 50. 
good old Big 12 shootout. Those are good games. And with that type of matchup, I'm going to have to lean Patrick Mahomes because he actually played in the Big 12. So we'll see. Um, it's going to be a good matchup. Uh, both high-powered offenses, both okay defenses. But the defensive line of the Rams is a big, 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 big upgrade to what the uh, defensive line of the Chiefs looks like. So I don't know which way to go with that game. Well, that's 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 all I got for you this week, guys. Um, like I say, I'm back. I'll be back again next week. Hopefully, I'll be feeling a little bit better. Uh, my sinuses won't be acting up, so I'm not talking like Blackbird. Um, but I will definitely be back next week. Um, thank you for tuning in wherever you listen to your podcast. Oh, yeah. Please give me a follow um, on Twitter. Um, I give you inactives on Sunday morning. So it's, uh, hey, underscore, underscore, MH. Or you can follow at DMV underscore SN. Follow both of those Twitters and you'll see my Sunday inactives and who to start, who not to start on on your fantasy team. Um, I'm here for you on Sunday mornings before the before the um, games kick off. I'm definitely here for you. If you want to email me throughout the week, my email is JaniceViews, J-A-N-U-S-V-I-E-W-S at gmail.com. You can email me or you can tweet me. You can get a hold of me any way you want, but you can't call me. So, check out the other podcasts on the DMV Sports Network. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all fantasy football lovers, this is Fantasy Fever.